Welcome to the Team Trash Cast. I'm the host with the most, Dr. Compost, a.k.a. Aaron. It's your boy TJ, but you know me as Wasteland. What's goody out here in these streets? I'm Logan Ledfield. <laughs> <laughs> and today, we're going to be talking about video games! <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. So did we just lose all of our listeners? Yeah, I'm really sorry about that. We, we had to, though. Uh, yeah. Anyway, y'all know we're nerds we, and love playing those games. Uh, so we wanted to talk about our favorite games and memories that we have associated with them. And today in the studio, we're joined by two guests. Our friend Jake and Dr. Compost's brother Matt. First order of business, y'all need some nicknames. Absolutely. Before you can even talk, yeah, yeah, we got we got to decide what your nicknames are. Well, I mean, they're allowed to talk during the nicknaming process, right? I, you know, I don't like it when we fight when we record. Like, this is only <laughs> that this only happens. But fine, I guess they can talk. It's yeah. the point of the is show. Is why you called me up here just to be peacemaker with you two? <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> it's a full time job. <laughs> what, you, what? Oh, sorry, I'm I'm having someone on the show who knows me very well. Is <laughs> yeah. Mike the only person who knows me maybe a little bit better or about the same as Mike the Mean when he was on the the Black Guys and what did I say? It was Black dudes and White guys or Black guys and White dudes? I don't know. Something like that. I'm getting weirder with the names of the episodes honestly the teach like there was a what was it teachers in the in an unnecessary love letter to miss yeah <laughs> that was weird anyway so yeah. nicknames nicknames right? okay gentlemen what do you want your trash nicknames to be oh wait let's this is whose voice is who so jake yeah go ahead and speak all right this is me this is jacob yeah um so i thought a little bit about it uh kind of based off of one of my favorite games for uh consideration rad roach Wait, say oh, that? Wait, say that again? Nice. Okay. What is it? Rad Roach. What's that? It's a. Uh, well, you can. Probably the trashiest enemy in uh, one of my favorite games. We can talk about that later, but it's Fallout. Okay, alright. Yeah. Rad Roach. Cool. I like right. it. Yeah, right. I, 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 I'm right. on board with it. That's Rad different. Roach. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Okay, so I was thinking about Aaron's name and how it's Dr. Compost. Oh, boy. his brother. <laughs> so I was thinking. <laughs> oh, no. Composting is kind of like recycling organic trash uh-huh. so i'm thinking recycler phd <laughs> is that is that your only oh is that your only thought for your nickname that yes, you have that's what, the only one so far what about nurse compost we've got doctor nurse Mora. compost <laughs> no no i actually i think i really like the recycler phd thing the recycler it's such a long name okay recycler, just PhD? Be recycler phd Recycle. Could I also call you Doctor Recycler? If you want. Okay. Recycler PhD. No, the PhD doesn't stand for. It's not like a doctorate. It's like those are his initials. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Prehistoric right. doctor. Okay. <laughs> so your name is <laughs> the Recycler PhD, and we also have what is it? Rad Roach. Rad Roach. Rad Roach. Okay. All right. All right. Cool. The Recycler PhD. <laughs> you know how annoying that's gonna be to say in conversation. <laughs> Recycle PhD. Tell me about. Recycle PhD. You've well, you're doomed us all. You have you have derailed the show, which is normally my duty. (laughs) Neither have we. Um, (laughs) Should we get into the first segment? Yeah, I think we should. So today, the first segment that we're going to be doing um, is the dump, which is our segment to give the best worst advice on any given topic and this week it is how to make a great video game okay gentlemen i got it all right oh are you gonna have some people sign papers in the first five minutes look it was legislation it was nine episodes ago Uh let it go hey guess what guys we have continuity now (laughs) where's the air horn when you need it Uh (laughs) no we don't need it anymore um 
I mean, yeah, I was going to mention a video game about divorce to show the true, emo- basically just marriage story, but in a video game form. Oh. But fine, okay, I have a, diff- I have a different idea. Isn't that just Papers, Please? What's Papers, Please? Oh. That's, <laughs> it's an actual game. That's about, a fair point. Yeah, it's an actual game about, basically, you're, you're the guy at the booth that's uh, stamping people into a country that's on lockdown for various reasons, and you have to literally decide if people are allowed to go in or out. <laughs> You're an immigration? Yes. <laughs> You're an immigration. Yeah. I was looking for the word. I think there's a lot more to it than that. But okay, so Okay, the uh, segment, the dump. Yeah. That's, no, okay. No. Alright, we're we're in the dump now. Now we are in the dump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dodger by Stoneman. Okay, I'm gonna say first, leave that game unfinished. Play it play it just like I'm I'm gonna throw a name out here. Just just play it like play it like uh like uh half half the two K games or you know just leave that unfinished. Whoa. Leave it full of bugs. Leave it full of glitches. L- put, just put that out on the shelf as a money grabber, okay? And then each Looking time you, you need Ubisoft. Sorry. <laughs> and each time you need an update patch, it's a great chance for you to bring in a little bit more revenue. Throw five ten dollars out there for a free update that just makes it easier for the characters to actually walk in the way that they're supposed to walk. You never miss a chance to bring in new revenue. You know what you should do is you should make a new like mainstay title in a beloved franchise, but gut the end game completely, and then sell it to people over the course of two expansions. <laughs> Wait, are you talking about? <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> oh, but I love that franchise. <laughs> Don't name them. <laughs> Instead of doing that, why don't you just release the same game year after year with new, like, playable characters based on, like, real people in an existing version of that game? And just year after year, like, slight changes maybe, but, you know... And don't even. I got it. it. I know what we'll call. I got a great idea for that. I know. I swear. I know what we'll call. We'll call it Call call of Battlefield. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, guys. So we we talk a lot about marketing, but the core of gameplay is the missions, the quests, and we all know that the most important thing that you put in these games escort quests. Exactly. Um, I I agree. A game, a game that is basically, if you take the the Ashley portions of Resident Evil Four, and basically. Instead of giving Leon the guns, you're just taking her on a nice walk. You know, who needs all that, the guns and the zombies and everything? Go for a nice stroll with a pretty young lady. Make that the entire game. You guys have to get each other safely. There's no run. There's no dash. It's basically just a stroll in a meadow. It's You're just frolicking through a field, and that's all you need. A, who doesn't love an escort mission? You know what else would, like, spice that up just the right amount? Look, what? Know, a little fetch quest here or there. You have to grab... Ten flowers. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to pick the right one. Because mm. if you don't... The relationship's over. You yeah, lose yeah. game over. Uh, you know, game you game guys are describing right. an indie... Like, there's got to be an indie game that does this. <laughs> oh, just like, probably. There's yeah. an entire industry surrounding At that. least the music would be nice. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, yeah, the music would probably be great for that well, game. Well, honestly, like, that, that doesn't sound, like, too terrible of, like, a, a premise for an indie game. Like, there, well, you there, know, are, there are some really talented developers out there that could actually make a great game out of that. Or... But... Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I think, you know what, why not start a game, like, with the game over screen, and the game <laughs> is to figure out how to start the game. Here's the twist. Whoa. You have an expansion that actually lets you do that, so basically, they'll never know. Like, gamers love when they have little secrets you can't find out about on the internet. <laughs> basically, we'll just make it so it's really tough for them, and only in the expansion can they actually play the game. So like, does the whole game work in reverse? Yes. You play like the last level first, and then 
Well, but no, you start from a game over screen. Like, right, the start right. screen, like, it basically, it comes up, game over, which there probably is a game named game over. There has to be by oh, now, right? Oh, sure. Probably, yeah. But it starts, the screen, it just says game over, and I'm imagining the font, like, Undertale for some reason. <laughs> it just says game over, and it says press start. You press start, but nothing happens. This, the press start just goes away, and you're on the game over screen, and the whole point is you have to figure out how to get from game over to the actual game. So the ultimate puzzle game. <laughs> yeah. So we all know part of gaming is also achievements, right? Mm -hmm. yeah, I myself right. love getting achievements. So the biggest part about this, you have, you have to have collectibles. You have to collect them all, right? Sure. So you have to make sure that to get that achievement, it's you know fifty-one collectibles. Only put fifty collectibles in the game. Oh, 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 oh. save life. <laughs> Basically, because you know what? You know who's gonna love that? Your completionists, because they have an undying need to complete mm -hmm. the game. And if you give them the quest that can never be finished. They're going to love you for it. Mm -hmm. yeah. Exactly. You're going to have yeah. 20 achievements and you'll not be able to get any of them. Mm -hmm. oh. Speaking of the completionist, I just, I love that guy on YouTube, the completionist. Oh, yeah. Views, oh, love him. Um, anybody else got any wonderful, wonderful advice? Yeah, can we jump back to the one game where we're talking about <clears throat> collecting things and taking walks? Yeah. What if at some point you get to buy a house? Okay. And then you pay that house off. It looks like so Animal Crossing. I just I don't know about to end this man's I whole career. I'm in so much pain. That was so mean. I mean Yeah, who doesn't love real estate for a video right. game? Yeah. I've heard um, that game is actually amazing and a lot of people love it. It's, yeah. It just doesn't sound like my thing. This, yeah. this went real quick from bad ideas to <laughs> slamming video games. <laughs> it's actually really games. funny because like uh, almost everything that we talked about, I was like, there's got to be some equivalent for this that has actually done it well. Yeah, and, of like, course. Been a nice, yeah. like, I mean, the walk and pick flowers thing, like, that is kind of what you do in Animal Crossing. And a game. That oh, it does! Played, I didn't even realize that! A game that is played in reverse actually sounds like it'd be kind of cool. Yeah, like, that sounds great, that actually. Sounds yeah. kind of interesting that you can't. Yeah, but, um. So that's a t tangent there for you. I don't know, that just sounds cool, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know. All right. Remember Breakdown? Like all the different time jumps and stuff that you do in that? Did you ever. You didn't, you I played, played some of that, but not all of it. I just realized something. Okay. You guys yeah. got any last minute advice? Nope. No? I mean, all that would make a very solid video. Uh, 110%. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know what? Uh, can I pose a question to the group? Yeah. All right, guys. What was your first introduction to video games? Like, what are what is, like, one of your earliest... Yeah, what was your... what what? How did you get introduced to games? That would be the Game Boy Color. Yeah? Yes. Okay. The first game I had was one of the Super Mario games. I Which forget. one? I forget exactly which one. Um, but yeah, that, that was my first introduction to video games, followed closely by Pokemon. I had handhelds up until I was older, and then I got consoles. But yeah, handhelds. Uh, my first console, or my first um, system. Oh yeah, remember when we used to call them video game systems? <laughs> yeah, do you remember like, when we used wow. to call them? The, yeah. yeah, there's been a lot of interesting changes over the years. We don't call them systems anymore. No, we just call them consoles. consoles. Yeah. consoles. Um, Huh. My first system was a, uh, oh, that sounds like such an old school term now, um, was uh, the Game Boy Advance. In my first game, one of my earliest games was Pokemon Crystal, but my first game was this game called like a GT Advance. It was just like a simple racing game. Wasn't very good, but it was, because I'm not a, the biggest racing guy, but I remember it was the first game my parents had like gotten me like under the Christmas tree 
like with it. And then I was like, oh, can I get Pokemon now, please? <laughs> like, so I went to like race to like go get it. I was probably like six or seven, and I remember my grandmother took me to the store. But I know my introduction to it was at camp um, when I was first, second grade, maybe. They were we were playing arts and crafts, and some of the boys, um, or like during like recess time, actually, some of the boys would be like playing with their Game Boy Colors, and I was like, what are you guys doing over there? And they had. Uh, copies of Pokemon Yellow and Pokemon Blue and Red, and they were like battling and like playing with like link cables and stuff. And I remember just like being in a parking lot, like where we were like all like a bunch of kids were playing and like you had a bunch of boys over um, where they were just like talking about Pokemon. And I like hadn't had a game yet, so I couldn't like really get into it. But I was like, oh, this like seems so cool. And I was like, my it's my early earliest memory for like uh for video games. I think. See, I didn't really start off with like cons like. Not console games. I didn't really start off with, like, handhelds. I think I started off with an actual, like, system. Mine was the PS1. Um, and I don't really have, like, a specific game that I started. Like, there's a bunch. Like, my memory's kind of, like, scattered of, like, all these different games that I've played. I don't have it, like, nailed down to a specific one. Um, but, like, Crash Bandicoot, um, Crash Team Racing. Uh, let's see. You see this new Crash game coming out? Yep. Yep. Crash 4. Yep. Wait, um, really? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Yeah. yeah it's called, so interesting. Yeah, it's literally called uh, "It's About Time." Wait, Sly Cooper already did that. They called they had a fourth game called "Thieves in Time." That's not no one else. No one's loves Sly Cooper around here. Like, maybe the listeners like Sly Cooper. Who knows? Hey, they're not wrong with Sly Cooper. Yeah. We're doing a very different, like, tonal change for this episode than yeah. we've done. Where we've talked about, like, masculinity and fatherhood. Right. And, <laughs> and, and like, it's like, Oh, no, no, it is. Absolutely. We're just going <laughs> to chew the fat about video games. Yes. Yeah. It's about time we this a silly episode so, anyway. Yeah, so, it's like, about time. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be yes. my last episode of the podcast. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you will be replaced by Recycler PhD. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, you got to get another minority. Just a compactor will just come on here and replace me. Oh, yeah, right, okay. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Um, yeah, so I'd say, like, probably Crash Team Racing for the PS1. Yeah. Probably. It's probably, like, the first one. How were you introduced to games? Like, did your parents just, like, My brother. Yeah. My brother, yeah. Yeah, because he had, he had the, uh, he had, like, Game Boy Color. He had, well, the PS1 was originally his, and then he started to get, like, the Game Boy Advance, Game Boy Color, like, Nintendo DS, GameCube. Like, all this stuff. So, um, like, the first console I ever had was the PlayStation 2 Slimline. Like, that, like... Oh, I remember... Oh, my, it was so... It was so slim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not being... It was such it's a slim... It's in the name. Yeah, it was such a... It was so... I, I have that, actually. It's in my room right now. I have one of the slim consoles, and I was actually playing with it earlier this year. Yeah, so that's, like, my, my early experiences with it is uh, my brother introducing me to, like, video games... Very early video games, early on in like PS One era. See, so that's, like, that's funny. You guys started with such early consoles. My my first console was the three hundred and sixty, the Xbox three hundred and sixty. Wait, oh wow, really? really? Yeah, that was my first console. I had handhelds that's up crazy. until that point, point. Um, and it was actually a hand me down from a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't have consoles up until then, and the draw for for me had to do a lot with the achievements as well because that's when achievements started becoming a thing. Oh, and yeah. God, of the, so of, of the group here, I probably care the most about achievements. <laughs> I would consider myself an achievement hunter. So well, I think aren't you also are a completionist, aren't you? Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. Um. <laughs> but those went very hand in hand. You know, the mm-hmm. achievements for video games, you know, those tasks 
oriented towards sorts of video games, that's when I got the console and started actually like playing, playing on consoles. Why, why, why do you think achievements like drive you? So, like, why are you so driven to to do them? So there's there's a couple aspects to it. There's a satisfaction in like completing something, obviously. Um, and to say like, oh, I 100% of this game. I've got every achievement. You know, I put, you know, it, it gives you some clout kind of, mm -hmm. um, it means absolutely nothing. Yeah. It just feels yeah. good. It makes me feel good. <laughs> um, but then a sense of satisfaction and achievement. Exactly. Um, well, and that's the thing it, it adds yeah. to the game then. So yeah, you can play uh, a lot of games, a lot of different ways, but then outside of the game to say, Hey, try and do this thing that you wouldn't normally do, you know, you know, get X amount of kills with this weapon, find this rare thing hidden off in the forest. So, you know, it's, it's, it gives you these other objectives you wouldn't otherwise try to do, and it adds a layer to that game, gives you more things to do. It sounds like you find a, a multitude of ways to enjoy the game, oh. rather than simply the one that you're kind of instructed to, which is, hey, follow this story, mm -hmm. or collect those things, or jump on that turtle. Sorry, Koopa. Um, <laughs> <laughs> jump on that Koopa. So you kind of just like mm -hmm. find other creative ways to enjoy it. Yeah. Okay. Um, what about you? Uh, what was your name again? Um, Recycler PhD. The Recycler PhD. <laughs> I hate it so much. <laughs> All right. Uh, Recycler PhD, sir. Um, so, like, my introduction to video games was my my uncle. Um, he had this computer that he would, um, you know, he he was living in my grandparents' place because there's like a pretty large age gap between my mom and him. So he was still living at my grandparents' place like when I was growing up. So I remember. Uh, him playing games and I was watching and there's this one game that he would play called Mega Race and it was like this was like probably 94 95 that he had that he showed us this game you just you were just in cars and they, you had guns and you were like racing and trying to kill the other racers and stuff and you would win things after the races and like sometimes it was like leopard print uh, seat covers and yes. just crazy stuff <laughs> like that. Yeah. Well, how would you see that if it's a racing game? You can't you, see the seat covers. You don't. Like, <laughs> you couldn't. You, it didn't ever like show the inside of the vehicle where you're like, oh, I'm gonna put this on now. It was just like, it was like the end of a game show, and they're like, you win this. And they showed. So it was like. What console was that for? It was on. It was on the computer. Okay. So like the first game console that my family ever had was a Sega Genesis. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this was like when uh, PlayStation and N64 were out. But so like, I always thought that it, like I had, <clears throat> I had to wait so long to get games, but like, or like to have a game console, but I, I was really only like six or seven. So like, it's not like I had to wait that long to have yeah. it. You know what I mean? Looking do, back on it. <laughs> do you remember the time in between when you guys like, before you got a console where you just had FOMO? Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm just like saying people like I want the I want the uh, console. Oh, wait, or I guess since you had a brother, did you already just have it in the home when you were growing up, a landfill? Yeah, like he had. Well, he was like very stingy about it. I will say. Oh, of course. Like, oh, yeah, he was, like, <laughs> so he had all the consoles. So uh, like Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, like PS One, GameCube. So and even if I would like ask him, it was like he was like, no, you can't. You keep saying this. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. yeah, that's yeah, that's a yeah. Class. yeah that, that, there it is. Did you guys ever have fights over games? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I'm, sure. I'm curious, which one's the older sibling? Okay, did you have a controller that was always yours? Yeah, yep, yep, yeah. I'm the older. Well, we I actually did too, like yeah. own, we had our own like controllers that we owned. Yeah, yeah. and uh, for like so, 
We started off with a Sega Genesis. That was the first console we got. I don't think that one we like. We're like, oh, this is my controller. No, because oh, there like, were only two. They were the exact like. They, it was just. It was the same thing. Mm-hmm. Don't you have an, another sibling? Yeah. Well, I have two. We have two other siblings, a yeah. brother and a sister. Did they play? Um, a little bit. Our oldest brother played the Genesis. Um, he played. He still plays video games. Oh yeah, yeah. We yeah, all yeah. started with them. My, my sister, she did too. Like when we first got them, mm-hmm. when we first got it, but she didn't really play much. Like after. After that, mm-hmm. yeah, I definitely got my. I, I've heard a lot of my female friends. I've heard, and I kind of should talk to some of my other ones. But from the ones I've talked to, if they've had an interaction with video games, in like the family, a lot of times they, I've heard the same things of like my brother introduced me to this, and I just wonder, well, okay, like what about like girls who don't have like siblings? How like how did they get into games? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I always kind of wonder that. There's a whole part of the gaming culture that we could probably have a discussion about, maybe in a more serious setting, about mm-hmm. like how um how not friendly the gaming communities can be to toxicity yeah there's a lot of toxicity online communities anytime you it's which is a whole lot there's actually this is it's an interesting time right now to talk about it probably because there's a whole lot going on right now in various communities um that probably worth mentioning and saying like there's some terrible stuff going on um but uh you know we try to be as inclusive as possible. Oh yeah, and um, you know what's interesting about it is, from what I've heard, okay, my interaction with like females and video games has been, oftentimes, no, actually, no, no, okay, so I, I started a video game club when I was in high school, and so it was about half male, half female, and m- most of the times I would notice the games, the females were playing maybe weren't as like gun heavy. But they were focused more on... They still might have, like, battling or whatever, but it might focus more on, like, strategic thinking rather than quick reaction. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I You know, I'd love to talk to, like, a couple of my, like, female friends that, like, play video games because I know some of them we play... We have some overlapping and other times um, it might be more about, like, uh, when I play games with, like, my female friends, we usually will play more puzzle games or, uh, like, a lot of times... Uh, with the next mind, we played Portal Two together. Sure. Um, it's a great, that's a great couples game. That, oh, it's such a great couples game. Mm-hmm. There was this other Nintendo indie game I played with this girl I was dating a few months ago uh, called Good Job, mm-hmm. um, where you. That that's. A, it's a it's a great fun game. You basically start as the heir to a company. Uh, and the your dad is the CEO, but he basically is like you got to work your way up to the company, and you have to complete very simple tasks through very like odd means. Um, so it could be like, hey, get everyone together for the meeting, and you have to like take your little character around and drag people in their chairs into like the meeting room. You can like, like basically, you can set up like little bungee cords, like uh, you can like set up little bungee cords and like basically uh, pull them back and fling them into the meeting. Like you can do all types of silly. You can take fire extinguishers or like cranes and just cause all types of mayhem. And you have to do the least amount of property damage you can. Is like the whole point. Of it. But it's very silly and it's very fun. Like and you can work together with people yeah no but good job is just like a really fun game yeah so when i was introduced to video games um (laughs) we'll get back around to that discussion question i want to say my thing um when my earliest (laughs) video game memories um is is the sega genesis that our family got and i remember playing sonic the hedgehog 2 um that's like the first game that i remember ever playing and i'm pretty sure i pretty much always played as tails you were the one who figured out that you controlled tails Oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like when, when, like, Yo, when the second awesome. when the second controller was connected, if someone was playing like one player, uh-huh. playing like the the regular game, 
you figured out that if you sat there with a the controller and you actually like play it, you actually control Tails. None of us believed you until like I think you're like, <laughs> oh, you're not you. You really do control Tails. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I think I kind of like vaguely remember that. Like I remember being like, wait, wait, I'm controlling him. I'm controlling Tails. Yeah. Do you, like the That's sense? So funny. The sense of discovery in video games. Like, do you remember before you could, just, if you wanted to know something about a game, you didn't just Google it immediately. You oh Instead, it had to like like find it and. I don't like, get me wrong, I still don't mind Googling things, but I love it when a video game tells me, like, when I found out something about a video game, I had no idea, and it was kind of me figuring it out, because it means that if a game is all about exploration and discovery, I'm actually doing that thing rather than going to Google to be like, all right, how can I get this Charizard? Um, right. <laughs> like, and I feel like the only game that's done that for me recently, this decade, has been um, Breath of the Wild. Really? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. I, I agree with that completely because yeah. I've had a similar feeling with that. Oh, that's oh man, such a beautiful game. And I feel like game. I feel like the biggest part of that is because like all of the systems just work so well together. Yeah, yeah. right. Like um, any of the objects that are in the game have physics that you can light something on fire. You can uh, shoot it with lightning bolts and freeze things. And like you can melt all of the ice in the game. You know, like all of every every like possible physical thing that happens the physical engine in the game is just it's just so when i say physical engine i mean physics engines like they're just so intertwined so beautifully that like you can make yeah. any possible different things happen and it's just wonderful mm -hmm. yeah i purposefully played that game without looking at any strategy guides or anything like that just to see how far i could get that's what's great about it is you can there are, th I don't know how to say this. When you play that game, there are things that you don't know that you can look up. Uh huh. Whereas now, I yeah. feel like when you play a game, it's very hard. Like you could be playing a game, it's like, all right, I don't know how to do this. Let me look it up. Whereas for this game, you can be like, all right, I don't know how to do this. What am I supposed to do? Like, like it's yeah. like the multi. Yeah. You don't know how to like search it. Now, granted, when you like, I beat the game and then I restarted and playing again. It's very interesting playing it with all the knowledge. Mm -hmm. It's not yeah. as fun, but it's interesting to see what new things you start. But the the novelty of that game. Uh, is the most fun aspect of oh, it. Oh, man. One of the perfect so. examples was specifically the fairy fountains because they're unknown locations that you can't find maps for or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And I found three of the four, and one of them I still have not found to this day. <laughs> <laughs> I still have not found That's it. Awesome. And I have looked and looked and looked. I've been, I, I've gone through and been like, all right, here's an area of just stuff I haven't you know, searched yet. I'll just walk through hills and valleys and mountains trying to find this fountain, and I cannot, and I refuse to look it up. Well, you know, you can look on the map, and you can, if you look for that shape. I tried, and I found one that way. Yeah? I found one. And I'm, I'm, I'm convinced there's one in the desert somewhere. There, there is. Oh, thank yes, God. Yes, there okay. is. It's, it's, it's under that big dragon bone structure. Mm -hmm. There is a hint in the game that talks about... Um, there's a mission near there, too. It's like a shrine. Exactly. Yeah, yeah there, are, there are... I think there are NPCs that also give you like a snapshot of like where the shrines yep. are, mm -hmm. too. So you, if they're, they're normally near the uh, the stables. Yeah. You, so the desert one is when you... That's it, the it works for find. three of them. There's not one for the fourth, because huh. I went to every stable, and maybe I'm just missing it. No, no, you are, there. because that desert one is under the skeleton structure. So there's a big skeleton structure in the bottom left <sighs> of the map. If you go to that long skeleton structure, you'll find it. So, I think Sorry. it's time to go on to our next segment. Uh, yeah. I, I know I love the Breath of the Wild so much, too, but... Uh, a podcast in and of itself. You know. Yeah. All right, so now we're going to go ahead and move on to kind of our bread and butter um, segment for the show, Trashy 20s, which is just kind of where we talk about stories from the past, um, from our personal pasts. And today, we want to share some of our favorite gaming memories. Um, so... 
I it's it's really funny that Matt's on the sh- or um, that Recycler PhD is on the show here tonight <laughs> um, because he and I like we played video games so much together growing up like in our childhood a lot of co-op yeah um and a lot of that was in the halo franchise uh we played through halo 1 halo 2 halo 3 halo reach halo odst um like pretty much every halo every good halo um (laughs) wow i played played back through four and five and they're they're not as bad as like they were the first time okay still not like Great, and they do some cool things like bringing lore into it that wasn't there before. But sure. if you don't know any of that lore, none of it makes sense. Ah, uh, I got you. Um, they don't stand alone like the others do. That makes sense. Um, I guess that's probably why I lost the story beats, to be honest. But yeah. um, so my earliest gaming memories, actually, kind of, and probably my fondest ones are, um, it's the time that I've spent playing games with other people. Mm-hmm. And when I think of playing video games, um. I don't, al- I don't always think of just, like, sitting in a room by myself, like, mm-hmm. playing through a story. You know, I think about the friendships that I've made through video games. I yeah. made friends with so many people in, in high school, um, even college. And there are people that I play with, uh, play Destiny with, even today. We do the six-man raid activities. And uh, um, Recycler PhD, he's on that team, too. What, what? Um, <laughs> shout out to my founders of Destiny, founders brother. Founders of Destiny. Um, so adorable and manly. Yeah. <laughs> this is uh, brotherly love. So, um, I want to talk about it. But <laughs> my number one, uh, mo- like fondest memory is there was a time when Matt uh, Recycler was in college. I was in high school, um, and he you came back for a weekend, mm-hmm. um, and I remember like we went to church with our family, and then when church was over, we like sat in the room where the Xbox was. Uh, you know what? I actually think we were in the house. I think like we some something happened that it was just just the two of us that day. Just and the two the rest, of us. Okay, all right. So the rest of the family was away doing something else, and we ordered pizza and got Dr Pepper, and we played Halo Reach, and we did the firefight um, for like the entire oh my day. Gosh. Right. That. And that to me was like it was it's just it's just crazy. I and I think of also like um, times when we were playing, we, we would just like sit in the basement of our parents' house, playing the Halo Three multiplayer all the time. Doubles, team doubles, uh, yeah, oh, dude. Man. Oh, that was great. Um, Destruction. And we, um, that was actually how I was introduced to music too. Yep, cause, I remember that. Um, it was a Friday night by House of Heroes. Yeah, yeah. There was a, there were some there were some songs that he had on a playlist that he would kind of play frequently. And uh, that was kind of how I started to actually start actively listening to music. So it's kind of, it's, uh, it's really cool um, that Recycle is here with us today. Cause this is so beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny you guys say that Halo is, is that catalyst for you guys. Because I also remember having a lot of um, just hanging out with friends after school, going over. Because again, oh, didn't have a console. Hey, let's play Halo, you know, sure. after school, going over. And just, like, the shenanigans you get into. I mean, yeah, multiplayer, but, like, even storyline, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, just those moments that you look back on and it's just so epic in your head. And it's this little, little thing that does not matter to anybody out of context. Sure. But just the the times that something stupid happens, something funny happens, and you guys just end up on the floor laughing. It's memories like that, especially with Halo. Mm-hmm. I, I, have, I have a lot of those. Halo parties. I remember the first, when I first beat Bioshock Infinite... Mm-hmm. Like Aaron was at school at uh, that point, or sorry, uh, Compo Doctor Compost was at school at that fine. point. So like, 
I remember going upstairs and just telling everything to my dad. (laughs) (laughs) Dad, I know you don't care. (laughs) But I just finished this game. There's there's this big bird and there's this girl and she's a great ally. Uh, And my brain was just... Yeah. Oh my, oh gosh. my gosh. My I love that you guys brought that up because my favorite video games aren't. I have my like favorite video games memories aren't at all when I'm thinking of like I'm playing the game and it's a great game experience. Like yeah, those make them some of my favorite games. Sure. But my memories are always spent with those people. Like video games are just. I do not think of them as just the art form. I, I think of them as a way I've bonded and built so many friendships. I. Honestly, video games helped me break out of my shell. I started a video game club really late in high school in my junior year, and I made friends that senior year. Um, a couple of friends I actually still have to this day because of Pokemon and Super Smash Brothers. Awesome. Like, mm-hmm. like a friend, I made friends, and like, I remember one of my favorite things um, because that club, like, I just felt really cool about making it. I got like written up in the school paper about it, and I remember I had so many people come up and tell me. I don't have a place that I feel like I can really like talk about or like do the things I really like to do until except for when I come to this club on Tuesday afternoons. Like this one or two hours, I feel like I can be around people that like like the same geeky stuff that like I do. Um, and I like I felt like I'd created the first ever like nerd haven <laughs> at my school. I, I wish I was joking, but I'm being very serious. I I genuinely it went from me being like, man, I want to play video games. And I know there are people who play Pokemon. And I think, I think it, like Black and White had just come out. I think Pokemon Black and White had just come out. So I was like, I, I've seen people in this school playing it. I want to play it with people. I'm going to start a club. And I like made a pitch to the, the school principal. And I was like, it won't cost you any money. I just need a room. And like, mm-hmm. uh, we, have, we have an advisor. Just let me do this. And he was like, yeah, I don't care. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds and all right. <laughs> that, that feeling... Uh, like, it's still to this day, making that club in high school is still one of my proudest achievements. It, it has nothing to do with, like, oh, it's just about video games. No, it has to do with, like, creating community and making people feel less alone. Video yeah. games have made yeah. me feel less alone my entire adult life. That's awesome. Um, I also used to throw, um, one of my favorite things, I used to throw um, Pokemon parties. We would we watch some films. We'd, uh, we'd get together and we would battle. We'd talk about the trading cards, the anime. Like, it would just be all, like, Pokemon themes. I even bought, like, Pikachu... Um, like gym bands I for anybody. I still have that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I forgot you came one. Anybody? Yeah. Any. That's I remember. Awesome. I went to Party City. They had these blue. Um, they had these blue like sweatbands for like your arms that had a Pikachu on it, and it was like four in a pack. And I remember I was hosting a party at the time. It was only gonna be about six people, but like I threw a few more, and the parties kept growing. Uh-huh. I think with the last one, it was like maybe like 16, 17 people yeah. or whatever. Dang. Um, and every time I would host one of these, every person would get one of those like sweatpants. Mm-hmm. And a couple of buddies of mine actually include, well, I didn't know you saw yours, but I know, I know another friend of mine, she tells me every few years, you know, I still have that actually. It was like, yeah. and I'm like, That's awesome. for me, it was more like, I just wanted to battle people. <laughs> like I just wanted <laughs> to play Pokemon, but I, I'm realizing how much that like socialness like was able to, I was really able to find out that I'm an extrovert because of gaming and realizing okay i want to bring people together and Mm -hmm. it was just one avenue to do that and i don't i never like when people kind of like pigeonhole video games because i think about all the wonderful memories i have and yeah like the man i am today i wouldn't be that without games you know um just it just it makes me it just makes me feel so warm inside Mm -hmm. i love games all right um do you guys want to take a a quick break 
Yeah, that's yeah, probably, probably we'll do that. Right. Um, up next, you're going to hear an ad that we recorded that is 100% verified, <laughs> totally fake. real. Real, real. It's real. It's, it's fake. It's no, it's 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 real. Oh. We don't we don't have any sponsors, so we come up with uh we come up with sponsors that we love to to back us. Um just 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 pause the show. We wrote this ad for ourselves. Yeah. It's not a real thing. You're listening to the Team Trash Network. Welcome today to our scholarly discussion between four experts on new forms of home entertainment. Whether you love them or hate them, video games have fast become an integral part of American culture and a fixture in the modern home. I'm your host, the inimitable Dr. Compost, and I will be joined by Wasteland, Logan Landfill, Rad Roach, and Recycler PhD. We will be discussing video games, and more specifically, whether we can consider them high art. So gentlemen, are video games art? Yes! I mean, Raid Shadow Legends is pretty good. Oh. Well, thank you very much for joining us. The Team Trash Network. Guys, we really need more content if this streaming thing is going to work. Welcome back to the Team Trash Cast. Hope you enjoyed that super great ad for our uh, our channel. Um, we're going to be starting up a new segment here in this episode, and we're calling this one Six Pack. You know how people do top five listicles? Well, we're doing a top six because you know what? We're just going to one-up everybody else. Hell yeah. So, um, in Six Pack, we're going to give our top six on any specific like uh, um, topic this week. It's video games. Um, and we get six seconds to explain why we like each selection, but we're going to do that as like a 36-second block at the end of the list itself. So So you get 36 seconds total to explain your selections. Yeah. You can spend 36 seconds on one selection, you can sure. spend six seconds each, but that's all you get to explain it. Huh. All right. Wait, so we say all of them, and then we have 36, 36 seconds to explain? Oh, yep. I like that. Yep. Okay. Yeah, no, not 36 seconds to wow. explain each selection. I was going to say, there are some long names on here. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lie. Cool. Okay. So, um, anybody want to go first? Uh, one of our guests can go first. Yeah. 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 I can start it off. You want to go sure. ahead, Red Rush. Right. Yeah. Well, all right. So, to start off with the six games that I picked. I'll let you know when I, you let me know when you want me to start. Though. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, in no particular order, I have Fallout New Vegas, mm-hmm. Halo Reach, mm-hmm. Mass Effect Andromeda, Pokemon Sapphire, Ooh, okay. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, Ooh. and Portal 2. Okay. Alright, so I guess here we go for the time. Uh, Fallout New Vegas, obvious choice, uh, objectively best Fallout game in the series. Um, I love a lot of aspects of that game. I could talk for hours about it, not gonna... Uh, Halo Reach um, introduced armor customization, things like that, fire teams, uh, a couple extra game modes. Absolutely loved it. Mass Effect Andromeda, as much shit as people give that game, uh, there's Halfway uh, mark. a lot of. What? Halfway mark. No, oh, no! Um, uh, it's a great game. I loved it. Even with the glitches, it's endearing. Uh, Pokemon Sapphire, uh, my favorite Pokemon game. Breath of the Wild, great open world game. Absolutely classic for Nintendo. Seconds. And Portal 2, great co op, great story. Gladys is hilarious. Love the game. 35 seconds 
in 35.76 seconds. Boom. Boy. All right. All right. Do we just go around the circle? Yeah, let's just do it. Okay. I can do your stopwatch. And I'll make sure to interrupt you multiple times. (laughs) You should have just given me the five second fingers. I would have been so much better. Oh, okay. No, that's good to know. That's good to know. Okay. Uh, After Um, I'm done. Don't worry. I I, I paved the way for you. (laughs) Is that some kind of magic trick or something? Oh, okay. TJ with the five second fingers. (laughs) Five seconds. Spirit fingers. Oh, okay. Five seconds. If you want to, you can redo the thing and then I can actually do that actual cue because I did interrupt you for like two seconds. No, I'm good. I like it. Okay. Okay. So we'll just pick up after. We'll just kind of think, uh, saying like, "Okay, you're next." Yep. Okay. Ready. Okay. So I couldn't exactly put mine in a particular order. So uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, Pokemon Platinum, Spider-Man PS4, Persona Four. That was a tough one. Uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate and Rhythm Heaven for the Nintendo DS. Hmm. All right. Uh, let me know when I'm supposed to start. Okay, Pokemon Platinum for me is just my favorite because it has great post game. You can keep coming back to it over and over. Horizon Zero Dawn has such intensely like smart and fun combat. All the different monsters like you think creatively whenever you're fighting each one. Uh, Spider Man because yo I am Spider Man. It's not a conversation. I am Spidey. Persona Four has some of the finest character work and story. It's one of the longest games and one of the best twenty dollars I've ever spent in my entire life. Uh, Ultimate Super Smash Bros. Ultimate is just endless fun. Rhythm Heaven has tunes that I've remembered for 10 years and oh just the music is just so wonderful and helped me appreciate it so much nice nice good work yeah I was like right at 36 seconds but that was good alright I like how this has now become a competition like yeah. you can explain the choices the fastest <laughs> you're the most right alright landfill whenever you're ready Okay, for my top six, um, for numbers, we're going to go six, five, four, three, two, one. So number six, um, I'm trying to pick one from like every different kind of uh, like genre or at least in my mind, genre. Um, so we're going to do, so number six was um, WWE 2K14. Uh, number five, um, the God of War series. I couldn't really pick one because just they were all, you know. Um, and then number four, I have two series. So number four is the Forza Horizon series. Um, three, Red Dead Redemption 2, uh, number two, Pokemon Omega Ruby, and number one, Resident Evil 4. Huh. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Huh. I have thoughts. I have <laughs> thoughts as well, but I will save them for, for the end we, of the segment. For, yeah. yeah. When we, okay. When we discuss things. All right. Um. Cool. Did you want to explain any of them anymore? Well, no, wait. I was about to give him his no. explanation. Wait, what? Yeah, you're about to give him Yeah, I'm about right? to give yeah, him yeah. his, his countdown. My bad. Yeah, okay. All right. Three, two... One. Okay, so number six, WWE 2K14, best stacked wrestling game of all time. Fight me, DLC, roster, everything. <laughs> Just amazing. Number five, God of War series. The story with Kratos and his fight to destroy the uh, Greek gods is awesome. Best hack and slash exclusive on the PlayStation on the PlayStation games. Forza Horizon, best racing games, in my opinion, on the Xbox, Xbox 360 and Xbox One. Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption 2, such a gripping and amazing tale. Um, it's a game you have to play before you die. Pokemon Omega Ruby, an amazing remake of my childhood, and Resident Evil 4. Fam- Time. Oh. It was only 36.66 I feel like we shouldn't yeah. cut him off. Especially because the last... It, like, what? That's the whole point of the right, segment. It was his idea. idea. Fair, <laughs> enough. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Alright. Recycler. Okay. We'll so... Count, we'll, uh, hold we'll on. Lampo, you good? Yeah. Okay. 
Alright, so on my top six list, in no order, <clears throat> I've got the original Bioshock, Ooh. Fallout New Vegas, and other Bethesda RPGs, but that's the one that I wanted to pick. Uh, Halo 3, Destinies 1 and 2, Breakdown, and Hellblade Send You a Sacrifice. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. You said, you said Breakdown was one of those? Breakdown, yeah. Never heard of that one. Yeah, I've never heard of that no, game in was, my life. It's, it's on original Xbox. Oh, oh that's why. Okay. Yeah. All right. It was a very, I don't want to say indie, but it was like... It was an Anko. Oh, wow. It yeah. definitely wasn't indie. It was just small. Okay. I definitely have questions about the two of your... Leas, but let me let's get. Well, um, he has thirty six seconds. Oh, I'm so sorry. Okay, I'm so sorry. Oh my gosh. New rules. Yeah. All right. Uh, oh, I have so many questions. <laughs> okay. All right. Three, two, one. Okay. So Bioshock is a piece of art from start to finish. The story, <laughs> the setting, and all for a new, fresh IP. Um, Fallout New Vegas is my favorite of the Bethesda RPGs, which I love those because it's just open-ended exploration, everything. The Halo series was one of my favorite first-person shooters. It was my first first-person shooter that I got into. Halo 3 had a bunch of multiplayer fun times. Same with Destiny. It's the same people that made Halo. The uh, mechanics are perfect, and it's just a great time that I got to spend with friends. Breakdown is like the granddaddy of, uh, of first-person shooters, and Hellblade is amazing. Oh, okay. All right. That was like 35. You, you were just under. Okay. Oh, this is a stress-inducing right. thing. <laughs> Here we go. All there's right. so much more I can say about Hellblade. Holy crap. Oh, yeah. There's a lot you could say about this <sighs> game for sure. Uh, okay, so my six. Uh, coming in at the bottom, number six is Destiny 2 Forsaken. Number five, Spider-Man PS4. Number four, Pokemon Black and White 2. Number three, Sonic Mania Two, Halo Three, and number one is Monster Hunter World Iceborne. Ooh, interesting. Okay, I saw all of those coming. Yeah. <laughs> I make it very apparent what I like. <laughs> I like that you broke two of those up by the DLC, like Destiny Two specifically Forsaken. I will. <laughs> I, will um, I know you'll elaborate. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, for sure. Yeah. All right. All right. Last all right. one. Three, two, one. So Destiny 2 Forsaken is the best, was the best year of Destiny 2. There was something for everybody. Spider-Man PS4 is fantastic because you swing through the city as Spider-Man. You get to, it makes you feel like Spider-Man. Okay, uh, Pokemon Black and White 2. Uh, I love Gen 5. Gen 5 is my favorite. And these feel like the most complete Pokemon game. Sonic Mania is a faithful, like, faithful retro Sonic game. But it still has new ideas, and is in the love. The new levels are amazing. Halo Three is just my favorite in the franchise. I love the story. I love the setting. I love uh, all of like. It, there, there were so many advancements from two to three. And Monster Hunter World Iceborne is the best game for your buck. You get so many different things they added to the game frequently. <laughs> that sucks because I would say so many more things about Iceborne. That's that's specifically why I didn't list mine in order because I didn't want to get to my favorite game and then have yeah. like two seconds left. I literally, That's you guys crazy. know how long we did. I'm, I literally, I'm shocked I came in under time. I am shocked <laughs> at it all. Literally two words each. Okay. Um, all right. So we don't, okay. We're not trying to critique each other. No, no, we do not critique each other. And he's like, I don't want to give the people a chance to explain more because <clears> like, the whole point is to lock it down. But I will say the most surprising things to me. Where Logan, you sang Forza. That's what surprised me. You had such a spread of games. Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot, man. That, oh, that surprised I've never I just never heard you talk about Forza and it just But also Omega Ruby <laughs> <laughs> Against the originals? 
<laughs> I mean, like, it was a remake of the original. Like, the original yeah. first game I ever played, and it was just like, holy shit. Like, the way it's just done. Like, everything. Sure. Like, the post-game, like, the Pokédex. Everything. The post-game? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, You're talking about the, the Delta mission, aren't you? Yes. Delta mission was cool. At least great. it's not X and Y post-game. Did you play, like... And I did play the Battle Maze on a lot. I but let's not even talk about XY. Uh, nah. yeah, uh, but the battle maze. Oh, Looker shows up in Omega Ruby, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Yes, he does. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, the battle maze. The, on. the battle maze was so okay. Much time. It just wasn't a great replacement for the battle tower. Yeah. You know, for the understand. battle tower, it is because it, it really? is. Ju- it's just the ba- speaking of someone who played competitive Pokemon for a while. Right. It is just the battle tower. Okay. It's not a great replacement, and you all agree with me on this for the battle frontier. Oh, that's what... Yeah, it is absolutely. not at yeah. all a replacement. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not at all a replacement. Okay. Do you remember when there were seven buildings you could explore around... Even when no, Platinum did the... No, I actually didn't f- play any of it, but... Wait, did you really not play the I, Battle Frontier? I didn't play the Battle Frontier. Did, I, who, who here played the Battle Frontier? Okay, all right. No, so I, I didn't you never played... <laughs> wait, wait. It not was Platinum, Pokemon, right? No, it was Pokemon Emerald also. Pokemon Emerald. Emerald and Pokemon Platinum. Gen 3 and Gen 4. Because no, I played Sapphire, and that's and that's where I never got... I never got Platinum and, Emerald. Well, we're talking about the Battle Frontier from Emerald, correct? I'm, I'm also... Platinum also... Well, that had the 7. Because uh, I remember I had the toughest time with Emerald. Emerald is the Pokemon game I have spent the most time with. 789 hours. Total. I put, like, close to 1,000 in Omega Ruby. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Dude, See, that's I, what I mean. I put, I put cool. similar hours into <laughs> Sapphire. Alright, boys. Yeah? Alright. Well, okay, the other surprising thing I did have? Oh, okay. You had a game I had never heard of. So, breakdown, I never heard anything about that. Like, what is it? It was, so it was this first-person shooter game that blended um, gunfighting with also, like, a little bit of martial arts. So there's, like, there's, like, some punching and kicking that you do in there. Like Sleeping Um, Dogs? Kind of. Yeah, kind of. Or Driver? Like Red Steel? It was like, for instance, why does that sound? I know I've heard that of it. Wait, that game. was Wii, right? That was a game for the Wii where you had like swords and guns, and you're like fighting the yakuza. Oh, isn't that kind of similar to Dishonored? Sure. No. No. First person. I mean, like it kind of is in a way because you do like you know, yeah, kind of like you do in a uh, like Skyrim or Fallout stuff like that. Outer Worlds. But yeah. um, it so like. This was one of the this was one of the first first person shooters where you like look down and you can see your feet. Hmm. You pick things oh, up. Oh man. You pick things up and you actually like will eat them if you're eating food to regain health. Um, there were like there's a lot of different time travel and it has this insane narrative um, where you like you meet these people who know who you are but then you don't know them because your memory is lost, and then at some point you go back in time and you meet those people, and they're meeting you for the first time. What? So it's just like the whole thing is just like. How old is this game? Oh, uh, it had to have been like two thousands, like uh, early two thousands, because I, I was playing this on original Xbox. I'm not the only one who had never heard of this game, am I? Oh, I've never heard of it before either. Had you had you heard of it, Lego? Okay. I'd heard of it only because he played it and he told That's... me about it a lot, and I and I never like I I watch I remember watching you play. It. I remember there's like. Some sort of weird, like, like, uh, hexagonal pattern on your arms or something. I don't remember how much they explain of it, but, like, periodically throughout the game, you start, uh, you start gaining these extra powers that, like, so it starts off, there are these, there are these enemies that you're fighting, you can't do anything to them, because they have these, like, shields, they're called Talon Warriors, and, like, you can't do anything, you can't shoot them, you can't hit them, nothing. Just like the beginning of The Last of Us. (laughs) 
Oh, yeah. We just have bricks. Uh, (laughs) But you're, like, you're walking down, you're running down this hallway, you're following this girl that's, like, leading you, and you, like, stop, and you're, like, and you, like, look down at your arm, and it starts shaking, and then it, like, turns in this blinding light, and then now you can punch these things and, like, hurt them. So, like, the game doesn't follow, like, you don't gain experience points or anything. It has a set, like, there's a set point in the game that you get to where you, like, you just gain this other power. Oh, so a milestone. Progression, yeah. Yeah, exactly. that's, yeah. Oh, and it's, it's not like an open world game either. It's it's like very linear in its story yeah. and like where hmm. you go in the levels. Um, well, sometimes it has like a Bioshock or Halo approach where like you're like, okay, this is your level. Sometimes you have to go try to get to this point, but then you realize you need to find an item from over here and then you go back over yeah. or like, you know, stuff like that. But sounds sounds good. It was... Sounds it was like a like, good ge- early game to play. Yeah, it, if we have time, like we should watch some videos of it later but uh sure. um yeah no, it was it was definitely ahead of its time and it was hugely influential in like first person shooters it sounds so um i'd like to just pose a quick question to you guys before we got to our last segment of the show sure what is one game just one you would rec and it doesn't have to be from your list but it can be what is one title that you would recommend to our listeners if you guys want to take i'll, I'll give mine first if you guys yeah, that's good. Um, I'll be honest. It, it, for me, it, it was pretty split. Um, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Persona Five. Um, it's the game is so stylish. The characters are really fun. You get so much bang for your buck when you purchase this game. At least a hundred hours of gameplay. The story is incredibly well done. You honestly, you, you begin to feel just like connected to the characters. It is absolutely wonderful. It was either that or Mario Luigi Superstar Saga, just for like mm. the fun, atypical Mario Brothers adventure sure. that that was, and I played it several times. It was really good. All right. Um, oh, sorry. I mean, my recommendation. I might be stealing someone else's, but for sure, mine would be Fallout New Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, it, like I said, uh, you know, an excuse to talk more about one of my favorite games. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for sure. Well, um, I'm, I'm gonna do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be interesting to see. Interesting to see what I like, why you recommend it versus someone else. Um, but for me, um, it, it was a very well put together game. Um, in, in terms of open world games in general, it's just such a fun genre because you literally get plopped down into a world, minimal story, go figure it out. You could go to the story, you could go do your own thing, and come back to the story later. You 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 literally have the world at your fingertips, um, and it does a really good job of actually implementing a class system, which was a lot of fun to mess with. Um, you know your your reputation with different factions and how they end up treating you, um, and just it. Honestly, it's an older game. It aged very well, all things considered. There's a lot of games that you know once they get older just don't don't hold water anymore. And Fall New Vegas definitely still does. I'll to this day I'll I'll sit back down and put hours into it. Okay. I almost started a new game of it. Like, oh, a new that's a time sink. I know, that's dangerous. I know. <laughs> you know the, the DLCs for that game too are fantastic. Oh, absolutely, They're so good. All right, Dr. Compost. I'm gonna go with Monster Hunter World Iceborne. Ooh. Um, because uh, I, the Monster Hunter franchise can be super obtuse to get into when you first start playing it because it's literally yep. <laughs> yeah, it's it's literally boss fights. That's all you do is like you find the monster, you fight it until you can capture it or kill it or whatever. Um, and it there, but there are so many different options for how you play the game. There are fourteen weapon types. You can learn any one of those. Um, and any one of those fourteen weapons are just as good as any of the other fourteen. So it's not like you pick one type of weapon to use against one monster. It's like you pick one weapon 
as your fighting play style, and then you kind of hone that as you play throughout the game. Um, and there are just so many different things that you can do in the game itself, especially now in, in World with uh, the environment and things like that. They did such a cool job of making the the actual arena that you're fighting in matter. Like, monsters can topple trees over and then get caught in the vines. You know, if, I'm sure people, if, if you pay attention to video games, you've probably heard all of this before. Um, but it's definitely one of those games where you have to kind of get past a certain wall and I definitely would encourage people to kind of give it that chance, because if you don't get past, like, those walls, it can be super hard to get into. So, yeah. Um, so for mine, I would... For most of the ones that I have on the list, I'm pretty sure, like, most people have already played, but I would love to recommend uh, Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. I love a good single-player campaign, and up until recently, I haven't had, um, I can't think of, like, in, in, like, recent memory, a really, just, like, a good, gripping, single-player campaign, and playing that, just the, the way they do the storytelling, how, like, your character progresses without any actual, like, like, you were saying with, like, breakdown, it's, um, milestones, milestone, uh, achievements and stuff like that, um, milestone progression, um, and the game just, like, evolves into more than you expect it's going to be you think it's going to go one way and then it kind of goes another and then there's just there's just so much more to it than you think in the beginning and it's it, it's not very long but yeah. it is gripping the whole time it is a ride it oh my gosh like, and there's some uh very very creative puzzle there are some very creative puzzles in that game too oh yeah yeah yeah. like the arts the, and stuff yeah yeah like open the doors <laughs> it's a great game Highly recommend. So good. You, oof. I remember that Dr. Combos when he was playing through it, about 36 hours, this is all that he was into for, <laughs> for the total yeah. 36 hours. I would, I would come out of my room and I would see the apartment was more dark than it had ever been. It was only 1 p.m. Like yeah. the blinds were drawn. He was playing. He was so quiet because he was playing with his headphones on the television and he was just completely immersed in whatever this experience it was. was. It, it's, it's fantastic amazing yeah if you do play this game play it with headphones Definitely. because the sound design is very specific so that uh you're hearing you're hearing voices on either side of your head because the main character suffers from psychosis so they actually had psychologists come in and like uh like different psychiatrists come in and and also and give um, pointers on what, what sorry they had voice hearing people like uh, that's not the word for it but people they hear voices. schizophrenia yeah um they actually had the uh, people that suffer from that talk about it too. Disorder. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I think they, that's they, the uh, correct term nowadays is dissociative disorder. Yeah, they, they I'm changed, pretty sure they this changed is. it like in the last mm -hmm. like, few years. Yeah. Dissociative yeah. identity. Yeah. Something like that. It's something like that. We, we we're not experts here. DID, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. So we're we're sorry if we don't know the, the proper term. Um Landfill. One game. I thought I thought of another game, like I had one game on my list, but then I was like I was gonna stand there and I was like, Oh, there's another game that I, I would say, but, um, no, I'll, I'll use the one on my list. Um, and I, I've recommended this to you b before, um, Red Dead Redemption 2, um, and I know I kind of, like, kind of, like, hyped that game up a lot, but for good reason. Um, the story is very, very immersive. Things that you were able to do off to the side is, is very good. Um, if you like something that's going to, like, kind of, like, grip you, emotionally it's especially within the story i think in the it's, heart 
in the feels. Uh, <laughs> my feelings. <laughs> it's, def- it's definitely something to play. Like I would, I would strongly say it's a game you should play before you die. Wow. Yes. Well, now that. Yes. Whoa. That, that is that is something I saw like when I saw like the very first thirty minutes of the game back when it first dropped back in fall of twenty eighteen. Oh my god, it has been that long. Yeah, it's it, almost two oh years. My yeah, gosh, and, wow. and before the video started, the player said it is a very immersive world that that grips you in every way. It grips you in a bunch of ways. Said and they said that exact quote. It is a game that we highly recommend you play before you die. Wow. Yes, it is fantastic. Fantastic. Like, I love it. It also gave us, is the reason that Old Town Road was popular. Where are you calling, pretty boy? <laughs> I can just, I'm just imagining, like, the Grim Reaper showing up, and I'm just like, wait, sir, I haven't played Red Dead Redemption 2 yet. And he's like, all right, I'll give you a week. No, he just sits down on the couch and watches you play. <laughs> he's like, because he's like, he knows. He's just checking his watch. He's like, all right, all right. He's all like, right. hey man, pass the Doritos, and he's like touching a Dorito, but the Dorito like fades away because he's deaf, and he just it just like which is like fade. All right, oh, it's boy. time to get to the last segment. Uh, our rotten Rex, a rotten Rex segment uh, is where the hosts have to try something new that has been recommended to them by the other hosts. Uh, and whenever we have wonderful guests on, they get to torture us or... Recommend something for us. They can do either yeah. one by giving us a recommendation that we all have to try and we get to talk about in the next episode. Yes, you craving hyenas. <laughs> <laughs> so last last uh, episode, um, last episode, Litterbug recommended to us uh, yeah. the musical series Central, Central Park. Park. Yeah. I enjoyed this. Yes. It was... I, it was, I, I, I was, was expecting fun. to hate it. Oh, well, because I, mean, I hate it. I like Bob's Burgers a lot, but it's for me. I, I get bored after watching a ton of episodes. Mm-hmm. Bob's Burgers is never bad, like it's never been bad, but it's never. It's like a Simpson syndrome. It's just like, all right, I, like I get it. It's like, okay, I'm just gonna go do something else. So for but for Central Park, maybe it's, I'm a big sucker for musicals. I loved it. I I really I would I, I was really turned off by the first beginning of the show. I was like, all right, I'm gonna be bored. It's just like whatever. But I was like, oh, because of the songs, and you have Leslie Odom Jr. and Titus Burgess, like from Hamilton and oh Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, respectively, Aww. like doing songs. And well, you originally had Kristen Bell, but uh, that, that's not gonna happen no more. <laughs> um, but you had like really great song performers, dude. Yeah. I didn't look at the cast until Leslie right Odom now. Jr. is Owen, and I was like, "It sounds this this sounds so familiar," but I yeah. couldn't place the voice. David Diggs is is one of the voices yeah. as well. Yeah, you Josh have, Gad is Birdie. Yeah, uh, that have, one I did pick up on. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. It's you Josh have two Gad. Hamilton actors. I just yeah, I, I I enjoyed it. That's pretty good, man. What'd you think? Uh, yeah, I yeah, I liked it. I watched it earlier today, and. I was just like, I'm like a really good, uh, I love just picking up on like, kind of like inside jokes that like the show like has, and the one was like, it was like the very beginning, he goes, oh, we're going to celebrate, uh, Turtlehead Poking Out Day, and he goes, uh, dad, that's a huge thing. (laughs) (laughs) And that's where you can see the Bob's Burgersness. you can see like the, okay, I can see the guy who made Bob's Burgers would do that joke, but it still like works. (laughs) Yeah, that's not what Turtle Heads is. Because you can see them writing that for, like, Louise and Jean in, like, Bob's Burgers. For sure. <laughs> I love that the narrator is just some guy who hangs around the park. And he just, <laughs> like, he, like, he's just watching he's them. Like, he's like, by the way, don't be looking at windows. Yeah, and he's, like, he's like watching them in their home, but he's also narrating the show to yeah, us. So you don't so know good. if he's crazy or not, but he's he's he's, he's our narrator. And it's I think it's very fun. Yeah. What they do with it? It was a, it's, it's definitely. I, I really liked the first episode a lot. I um, 
It's just it's just so it's just so nice. Too. Yeah, I feel like it was a it was a very nice show. I enjoyed it. Aside from that one lady, the one uh, Bits, that, like, Bitsy Bitterman. Yeah. Did you know that's played by Stanley Tucci? No, I didn't. Tucci awesome. Gang, Tucci Gang, Tucci Gang, Tucci Gang. Oh my god. That's that brother from the Hunger Games. Um, that's for anybody who's okay. seen that SNL sketch. All right, anyways, let's get into our on. let's get into our recs, and then uh, we'll have our wonderful guests recommend uh, to us. Sure. So um, last week, um, what was recommended to me was Punishment. <laughs> no, it's not. It was a Punishment. It is at a first. great show. Oh, let me get let me get to it. Let me get to it. I received the Punishment because I lambasted, if I'm using that term correctly, the first episode of the TV show Legion. Mm-hmm. So. Dr. Compost told me to watch the second episode. I told him when I first saw the show, I it was too trippy for me. It just was too much. I just, I didn't vibe with it. I didn't know what was going on. I was like, so I just kind of checked out. Uh. And he told me to watch the second episode. And I can say with certainty, it was much better. Yeah, it was, it was, it was definitely, it was, uh, yeah, it was, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to keep watching the show, but it was way tighter. Like I was able to follow it way more. But man, that first episode is a hurdle. So for me, when I first started watching Legion, uh, okay, so I'm a huge fan of Moon Knight, um, and he actually has DID, which we were just talking about a little bit er- earlier. Um, and by the way, I do believe that dissociative identity disorder and paranoid schizophrenia are two d- different things. They are. Yes. That's not. Yeah. Um, so. Because I think DID used to be considered multiple personality. Yeah, disorder. and then it's uh, changed yeah, yeah, yeah. to DID. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, so, dissoci- so Moon Knight has dissociative identity disorder, and one of my favorite things to, what, that they do in his comics is uh, sometimes they'll tell the story from, like, they'll tell one story from each perspective of the different personalities, hmm. and, like, it, having an um, unreliable narrator is such an interesting thing for storytelling, because you, as the watcher, the viewer, the reader, are as confused as the narrator is. And so that's one thing I think they did really well in the first episode of Legion is like they wanted you to be confused and a little tripped out because that's how David was feeling. Yeah, that's so. true. And I, and I see that now because to be honest, I, I, I did want to kind of go back because I hadn't seen that first episode since the show dropped three years ago. Mm. So I what I remembered was like Aubrey Plaza being stuck in a wall. I remembered like oh. when I was watching the episode, I remembered him like uh, becoming girlfriends with this girl that he can't touch her for some reason. I don't know why he can't touch her. Does she have like powers where she's like Kitty Rogue or something? Or Kitty Pride? Yeah. She switches bodies with people when she yeah. touches them. There it is. Yeah. Cause I, so I just I had very faint memories from that. And I, but I remember him like hearing voices like this is just too much for me. I don't know what's going on. But they really the kind of like what they did with him in that second episode was a little more cohesive. And I was like, okay, I didn't know the show could be cohesive. Because I'm like, why would you have Aubrey Plaza in this and barely use her? Mm-hmm. Um Oh, she's in everything. Well, she's on reply there. Yeah. Did, no, does, I mean, like, she's in the whole first season, second season, probably third as well. Uh, ah. Yeah. Um, it's just, you don't get Aubrey Plaza and you don't disrespect her. She's, <laughs> April, she's April Ludgate and she's Julie from Scott Pilgrim. You you do not disrespect Aubrey Plaza. No, no. Not in this no. house. Um, okay. She's the original. All right. So, anyways, <laughs> my recommendation for you this week okay. is video game related. I'm actually going to do this for the first time. Uh-huh. You need to play. I'm going to say 90 minutes okay. of Batman Arkham Knight. I was really hoping you'd go with Horizon Zero Dawn, but all right. <laughs> no, because I've wanted to give you Batman yeah. for... Since there are episodes that we recorded that we've never released that uh-huh. I wanted to give it to you. Yeah. Because I am disgusted that you have never played that franchise. 
And I know you love Marvel. Wait, none of it? He's, no, he's no, not a second. He's, he's, he's like, not, how are you, my brother? Yeah, he's, he's never played a second. I don't like Batman. Um, so that's why. <laughs> that's fine. Get I mean, out. Yeah, it's, of your apartment. I live here. What, where's your I love for more. your country? <laughs> Here's the thing. I need you to play this game because one, I know how much you love Spider-Man PS4, and you need to see it's, what it is that Spider-Man. Here's the thing. I've played Spider-Man, having played every Arkham game, and knowing what Spider-Man took from Arkham. Oh, yeah, you need everything. to see... Literally everything. Yes. I told him that! You did. I've never... I've never... You need I never to, tried to say it didn't. You need to understand <laughs> where Spider-Man... You played Spider-Man 4. Logan, Logan, Logan. Oh, of course. Yeah, okay. So you need to understand what it took from, because it's what like, it took... What, it, what Spider-Man took from it, and I listed it as one of my favorites, was amazing. And that game deserves your respect. The okay. series deserves your respect. All right. Not Batman. The, the series. Rocksteady, <laughs> Montreal. <laughs> yeah. All Batman right. deserves your respect. If, you're not, if you don't love Batman, you're not a true American. I'm just saying it right now. Like, you know, that's, as you can quote me, you know, Wasteland 2020. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the new Are Kanye. you announcing a tra- I'm announcing a podcast that no one listens to? Kanye <laughs> did it on Twitter. I can do it on a podcast. <laughs> don't at me. Um... But uh, yes, you need to play 90 minutes of Batman Arkham Knight. Right. I have a copy that you can borrow. Cool. Um, I would, I would almost rather you play just like somewhere in the middle rather than having to start at the beginning. You know? All right. But I don't know if I can make that happen. It's fine. I'll start at the beginning. Uh, okay, so last week I it was recommended for me to listen to... Oh my gosh, there's a podcast, and I don't remember the name of it. Was it County, 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 County? It was Uncanny County. Uncanny County, that's right. I'm Uncanny happy to occasionally County. just give, like, podcast deep cuts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's Uncanny County, and uh, the episode was Rainbow Magic Kittens. Um, and uh, it was it was a really, it was it was interesting. It's similar, it's similar in a way to uh, The Truth. Or um, Welcome to Night Vale, where it's kind of a, a, a like a sort of a, a cautionary tale, um, and uh, this episode in specific, I should say. Um, and but it, but it is it is done really well with special effects and different voices for different characters, and I, I liked it a lot. It was a good listen. Um, I kind of guessed the story. <laughs> yeah, I could literally... Within like the first five minutes, I was like, yep. oh, okay, I the cats see, are evil. <laughs> I could see you telegraphing it. Yeah. But I mean, that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just, it's just, you know, one of those story tropes that is pretty frequent, pretty, uh, pretty typical, but that's okay. Cause you know, cliches exist for a reason because they're used. Okay. So Logan... Um, I am giving you a recommendation this week. Uh, this what uh, I was gonna do a video game related one, but I changed my mind. I want you to listen to the song um, FXMLDR by the band Thank You Scientist. Ooh, I like Thank You Scientist. Really? Yes. Yeah. Let's man, talk that's about this. Awesome. Let's talk okay. about this after the show. All right. They're so good. Okay, <laughs> Logan. Um, Can of worms. Um, <laughs> you're up. So my recommendation, my last recommendation was the show The Boys on, yeah, yeah. Am- on oh, Amazon yeah. Prime. And holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> did you love it or did you love, love it? it? I love it. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, but the season two trailer, as of the time of recording, just dropped yesterday. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Did, you, did you watch more? Like when you went home. 
oh, I watched like the first like ten minutes of uh, episode three. I need to finish like the rest of the season. Yeah, we've yeah. watched through almost the entire season yeah. since watching the first episode yeah. with you. We watched. I I watched it like a year ago, but like you and I have like actually just after like watching it yeah. with landfill, we've just been like watching the yeah. rest of the show or like have one more episode. We're just going through a rewatch. Mm-hmm. What a show, man! Oh yes, what a show! Oh, what man. a show! Um. So, my recommendation for this week is oh, no. for Wasteland. Oh, no. It's a, vid- it's, a video, it's a video on YouTube called Goofy Wants His Money. <laughs> is this because oh, you, like, you and I have been sharing Kermit videos lately? All right, sure, I'm down. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Is it, I feel like I know, is this the one where he's like, I'm going to, never mind. <laughs> I'm going to fuck you up. It's this, uh, right. Where's my mother? Yucking money. <laughs> All right. Um, All right. So our esteemed guests, um, I hear you have recommendations for us. Mm-hmm. So uh, I hear you guys talk about uh, a bunch of different mediums, podcasts, games, uh, shows. I, I all of a sudden came flooding through with a bunch of recommendations, but I think I'm going to stick with my original one. Okay. Um, have any of you guys watched JoJo's Bizarre Adventures? Not yeah. yet. Oh, I, it's in my queue. I've been like, it's the next anime I want to watch. All right, I'm absolutely recommending it. Okay, it is it's a trip, guys. It really is. So the first two episodes are a lot of setup. I would recommend at least watching three. Okay, that's doable. They're, how long, they're, they're how short. long are the episodes? They're short. They're like 23 minutes. Oh, it's it's oh, anime. Oh, oh. I would really recommend four if you're into it. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's when you really start getting into like the meat of what's going on. Right. Because it changes. The color scheme changes from panel to panel. The story is all over the place. It's great. It's... I've heard very good. I heard it's like like is one that, of the that, it's that, like that, new that, underground animes. Is that one of those animes? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ew. Yeah. You know, I just realized we could do this as a group Rex because we did it last time. We can just like watch or do the Rex together. Sure. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that just works. It gives a reason to hang out. It's 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 a lot of fun. It's ridiculous, and I, I absolutely recommend it. Done. Done. I like that. I like that Rex cool. a lot. Sweet. All right. What about you? Um, so PhD. I, <laughs> I love Guy Ritchie movies. Oh, oh so like, who's Guy Ritchie? So okay. he did uh, like Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels, Snatch, Rock and Rolla. Uh, Rock and Rolla. I don't he know any the, of these uh, names. Wait, Rock and Rolla, the Pokemon? No. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. Nice. He was the one that designed Rock and Rolla. He uh, he did the uh, the Sherlock Holmes movies. He was the I never seen those. those. The okay. ones with Robert Downey Jr. No, I know, okay. I know yeah. of them. All right. So he did he did those. He he kind of goes like a. It's like almost like a Tarantino style like uh, storytelling in some ways, and like some of his editing and stuff. But he's also got his own way of doing it. And uh, storytelling, but not like blood and guts. That yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So it, like um, sometimes like what he does with like Snatch and Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels is they're like three unrelated storylines that at some point intertwine. Um, they like most of his movies have have something to do with like British crime. They're like, uh, they're also comedies at the same time. Um, Jason Statham is in all of them. Ooh, he was boy. in the first. Oh, he was in the Jason first Statham. two. I know. Just, um, yeah. But but so just recently, uh, like this year or end of last year, he came out with a new one called The Gentleman. That's got uh, Matthew McConaughey, oh. Hugh Lord, oh, no I Hugh Grant. Um, huh. There's just there's a long list of like people that are in. You're like. Oh, they're in this? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> but it's it's awesome. I just watched it um, at the beginning of quarantine, and I would really recommend you guys watching that. And if you like that, you know, 
watched through Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, Snatch, and Rock and Rolla, but... Is it available to like streaming or do we have to buy it? Yeah. it. Well, it, you can do that if you want to watch it this weekend. I have it on my Xbox. Okay. Okay, oh, yeah. Cool. Good to right. know. Good to know. All right. Sweet. Well, gentlemen, recommendations have been given. It's time for, uh, for the close of the show. Jake, Matt, Rad Roach, Recycling PhD. We're very glad to have you guys on the show. Matt, you said you had something you wanted to just uh, mention? Yeah, yeah. I got a, uh, two different things. I, I drum in a band called Still. Uh, you can find us on Spotify. We just released an EP back in January. Uh, you can search that. Um, it's harder to find us by still. Look us up under the EP name, God We Don't Deserve. Um, and then there's also my own solo project that I did. Um, I did all the recording, all the performing, everything on it, all the mixing, all that stuff. Um, that one's under the the artist name Other Hearts Beat, and the album is called Cancelled April. I just released it back at the uh, start of May. Okay. Then you can find that also on Spotify? Yeah, that's also on Spotify, Apple Music, all that stuff. Oh, that's great. Um, okay, that's also wonderful. You know what other band you can also find on Spotify? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you like the theme song for our show, it's by my band called uh, Space Between. You can find us on Spotify, um, I think on iTunes, um, and all that kind of good stuff. So, we're going to have some... Th- news coming in a little bit if you follow us there uh we are our chaotic people but we have a show that is very neatly organized uh by a wonderful person and um, we're sorry to her <laughs> we're very sorry to her for all the shenanigans yes. we ca- aren't we <laughs> all the shenanigans we caused that she has to hear that you guys don't that she edits out our She's wonderful one, our wonderful you. editor uh, uh bethy you can find her at color.obscure on instagram and tiktok she makes a but she does a lot of tiktok she makes oh. a bunch of she has a she does have artists stuff on tiktok cool. and also you can find us on instagram and tiktok we make silly stuff too yeah uh, we make videos um maybe at the time of this dropping we'll have actually dropped our two teacher videos and we'll have another one um we're gonna have another video for video games uh another silly little quick little thing we did with um Red Roach and Recycle PhD. Um, you know, making little videos, little skits and stuff is so easy to do. It's, it's, it's very fun. Um, so, again, you can find us at Team Trashcast on TikTok and Instagram. It's super easy to find us. Okay. Uh, use that to find us anywhere. Um, and, well, uh, I don't really have anything else to plug. So, with that being said, smell, smell you later. later. Stay tuned for Late Nights with Landfill. <laughs>